0: RCR with Paul Brennan reality check radio all right we hear a lot about crime these days youth crime ram raids yep um active come out with a policy of shifting the age of of being dealt with in adult courts and being sent to adult jails from 18 to seventeen mm-hmm. announced that policy in um, Tauranga, Mount Monganui actually early June yep. um, that is the uh, uh, active leader, David Seymour, with his list MP, Nicole McKee. One of the people who was there and uh, reacted to that uh, with the Bay of Plenty Times back in June was Tommy Wilson, who is doing te- Whanau Support Services Trust Executive Director. And he speaks to us right now from Tauranga Bay of Plenty. Kia ora, Tommy. Thanks for coming on our radio station.
1: Kia ora, no, Nice to talk to you. Uh, yeah, l- 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 old time... New time and here we are in
0: this time, father time. <laughs> yeah, look the, the really cool thing is that uh, in our little chat before we come on here, is that um, um I figured out that um that we have quite a bit in common. Yeah. And He's that is a- um your association, if you don't mind me saying, uh-huh. with the um with the band Hello Sailor and my association with that band, not quite the same because you managed them, but I knew um folk in the band and we were just sort of kind of reminiscing about Those days, and it was really good to chat about that. I got to say,
1: yeah, it it is, and yeah, rock and roll has a good lineage of people that you can trust. I've always known that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and they were they were really a band, weren't they? They were a great band.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. I mean, Graham, Dave McCartney, uh, who's my was my like my father-in-law to my kids. Just they came at a time when, yeah, rock and roll and good times. Never saw any violence in those days, Paul. Everyone was too busy having a good time. We, yes. Which is a segue into what we're talking about. You know, we're seeing heightened extreme violence all the time now, brother. And it's, um, people ask me all the time, where's it coming from? Because that's what I do here. I deal uh, at the front line with the, uh, we have 80 interventions a, a week, which is 4,000 a year of at 80 a week. 80. Yeah, like 80. So, yeah, we're the biggest 80. social service trustee. I've got a team of 90 staff now. Um, and yeah, it's the perfect storm, bro. We've had, you know, we've had, we've got poverty, we've got pandemics, we've got piss-poor weather, uh, and, and, and and it's all come at once. And it's, it's just heightened anxiety. Everyone tells me you need to have anger management. I say, no, you need anxiety management because that's where all this anger and violence is coming from. It's coming from fear. Any psychologist will tell you yeah. that. And I've got two sisters that are a psychotherapist and a psychologist, so I kind of know that, and they, I'm sure they know what I'm thinking about.
0: Before we get into, you know, what you're seeing on the ground, I'm sure you've got a comment to make about what happened in Auckland um, as we're speaking now. It will be last week, mm. so what happened? What happened there, do you think?
1: You know, I I don't even have to read the guy's rap sheet. I'll I'll tell you what where that boy's come from. I'm talking about the the the, the, the guy that did the the most horrendous things yesterday. After you see this. Time and time again, and as I said, you know, we we see this on a weekly basis, you know. And this a quite "What happened was um, it, disconnection. Where did he disconnect? Where did he drop out of the system? You know, it's time and time again, uh, we'll go back to the family environment. It's it's learned behaviour, mate. It's they grow up around it. It's um, and we can't lock our way out of it. Uh, We've we almost got to peel back and, and go back to trying to." Stop that, stop the the thing hemorrhaging because it's hemorrhaging and it's getting out of control. Extreme violence is getting more and more and more. And so, yesterday or last week, as you say, uh, that's we're heading to the American way. eh? If the guy fires you and you've got an anger problem or an anxiety problem, uh, you exact it out. And sadly, that's what happened in that situation in Auckland.
0: Yeah, I think in America they call it going postal, don't they? Because it, it, it seemed to be a thing with postal workers that they...
1: Ah, uh, no, no, yeah, probably, yeah. It's yeah. The same. whether it's uh, that or even suicide, mate, we deal, we've got an I Am Hope satellite down here with Richie Barnett. You know, two two cases today, bro. I mean, we're talking about three or four a week now.
0: Sorry, of suicide? Yeah. In
1: What's your happening? area? Yeah. It's, it's a bit oh, of Oh, man. Why, why it's happening is because kids are thinking they're going to get a lot of likes. They actually don't realise, Paul, that it's forever. How's that How's that for throwing one at
0: you? Jake? So, wait on. Let, let me just unpack that. They they, they do that hmm. because they think they'll get likes. Correct. correct, correct brother. But they don't seem to understand, or maybe they do, or maybe they don't. Maybe it's me having trouble understanding that, that you, they don't realise that they're going to exit themselves forever by doing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's the power of the social oh, media and that little thing in the hand. Same with these these shootings and kids want to become famous, you know, and they're they're learning look where it's going in America. We don't even we don't even put on the news now when there's a mass shooting anymore, do we? So it, it's just started here, brother.
0: <laughs> okay, so this sounds like a um very desperate situation, actually.
1: It is. It is.
0: So, so crikey. And and you said before poverty. Mm. Yeah, I get that. But I find it hard to believe that a country like this is can deliver poverty to people.
1: Oh, but, hey, there's enough. It's separating the needy from the greedy poor. There's enough for everyone, hey? You know, whether it's kai, food, houses, uh, whatever. But when you, you look over the mountain, every second house on that main Mount beach is empty. Coromandel, every third house is empty. There's enough houses, there's enough food to go around, but there's the needy and the greedy, and we have it in the homeless sector too, where people are milking the system. I think we're we're different. We're all either ex-addicts or ex-homeless or ex-abused, and we've got a really good filter. So you can't come along to us and scam your way through and think you're going to get a petrol voucher and a couple of food vouchers because your your granddaughter's got to go to a funeral. It just doesn't work. So my point is there's enough, but it's not being spread out evenly.
0: Okay, so when actors say that they're going to adjust the age, they're just pandering. Uh, That's just such a simplistic binary oh, response yeah, well, it, it really easy, doesn't mean no
1: nah, it's an easy yeah. hit bro it's an easy hit you know hang your a political port on in that one and i went to that meeting with you know what's i don't know what the guy's name someone julian bachelor I, I went to have a listen to him you know because all people some people i knew were outside protesting so i went inside to have a look and to me he was just another he was another bishop bishop tamaki selling snake oil to really frightened old people and you know that's what a lot of this is about is people are frightened and they're frightened because they don't understand, again, where does all fear come from? It comes from anxiety. Where does anger come from? It comes from fear, and violence comes from anger.
0: Yeah, we've had Julian Batchelor on um, on our radio yeah, station. He's a, so really good, not-
1: he's a really good pastor, or a preacher, and he'll have a captive audience. He'll be like the Bishop Tarmaki and the other guys, and he'll have a little following of frightened people, and he'll make a living out of it.
0: Okay, so is it possible to talk about or to find a yeah a solution to this. I know it can't happen overnight, no. but it can't go on this way either, can it? No. So what do we do?
1: Do what we're doing. That's what what, what we spoke on TV1 News last night. We opened our own, own youth residence teaching things like, we do hunting, traditional fishing, everything from yoga to boxing, to and learn how to cook a feed. They learn how to make a bed. They've got structure in their life, and we've done 143 people through that one house in three and a half years, and only three have gone on to go into the big house, you know, the hinaki, the big jail. The rest have gone back home, mate, where those concrete cages that kids are jumping up on the roof and getting cave fried for, well, they all go into the incarceration system because there's no point of reconnection. How can you reconnect when there's no family, no gardens, no blah, 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 blah? So, so
0: how many out of what it was a hundred and something? And only
1: forty-three, a hundred and forty, have gone home, gone back to school, gone back to their family. Only three, only three, have gone on into the prison system.
0: Well, that's so, a pr- pretty outstanding result. I would have thought it, it,
1: it, it's brilliant,
0: brother. And we so, just leave it away quietly. So, haven't you got all the officials lining up saying, <laughs> "Tommy, show they us how now. we should do this." <laughs>
1: come unto me all you that are heavy burdened and I will give you rest. Yeah, of course they are. They're all lining up now. We've had to do it on our own for years, but not only in, the, in that section, we're doing it also in the homeless thing. Um, it's the same thing, mate. People just want to belong. Everyone's, you know, when they're flying solo, it's pretty hard work.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, just p- people want to reconnect.
0: Okay. So, and, and what age, are you talking around that age? That t- yeah, well,
1: we do up to 17, then after 17 it jumps into the, you know, the big boys' court. So we've got from 13-year-olds to 17-year-olds, which is the critical area for, you know, age group. Because that demographic, if you can turn them around then, then they're, as soon as they get into the big boys' jail with they, it, they're just going to learn how to be better crimson, get patched up, and then, you know, it's twice as hard. You know, there's 9,000 in prison now. Half of me says, just just legitimise all drugs, and then, you'll empty out half the prison and half the gangs like to stop. Wouldn't that be simple, brother? <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, it's always the simple stuff that seems the hardest to actually isn't it? get it's done, and I've boats. never been able to it's quite work that out.
1: Boats. If you say to politicians, oh, put them in these good houses and take them out of fish and you know, go hunting and, and get physically fit and, and, and you know uh, legalise every drug and you'll, you'll stop the criminal thing and half the prisons will be empty. That sounds too easy. No, no, let's lock more up, they say. Let's build more incarcerated. Those. Let's now, break up another three thousand families because they're inside for selling pot or whatever. It's just madness, brother.
0: Yeah, I've never been a supporter of that. I got to say, yeah. it's a it's a no brainer as far and even the cost of tobacco should probably come down because that yes. that creates a black market and that's why you get crime as well. I can't yeah. can't believe that people can't work that one out either. Yeah. Actually, if you want to
1: kill yourself, just go and do it and get a prescription for it, and you'll find only about eight percent of people will pick up a a crack habit. Our biggest challenge in my job is the glamorizing of alcohol and the demonizing of another drug. Yet the alcohol is by far the one we have the most trouble with, 82%.
0: Do you you notice that with the people you deal with, that alcohol is a major issue? I'm just telling you,
1: we've got the data, after 11 years and 4,000 people a year, that's 40,000 people that walk through this front door. You sure get the good data. And it's about 82% of alcohol. Right down the bottom is the legal, is the, you know, the, the organic bringing in Te Thunder.
0: Yeah. I mean, that
1: is at home eating too much coffee and listening to Bob Marley, bro. They're not hurting anyone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. Be, the been there, done that.
1: Yeah, right. As we um, said in our first conversation, we never used to have any violence. The, the combination of, you know, pee and pandemic and poverty, it's the perfect science, you know, it's a perfect storm.
0: Okay, so all right. So, how long do you think? Because um, obviously, it's a big problem, and it's growing. And and the, the 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 seriousness of the crime appears to be getting worse, more violent, more brazen, more out there. Lots mm. more firearms just cropping up here and there, despite you know them being yeah. confiscated yeah. or bought back uh, mm. at a big scale. So, um, the numbers that you just talked about—if you had the right resources. Yep. maybe you do, to deal with uh, with everything, and this was applied, I mean, obviously there are nuances in local areas, I'm assuming, you know, everything has its own sort of uh, actual thing, but uh, along the program that you operate, yep. could, could, <laughs> I can't believe I'm even asking this, could this problem be sorted at some point?
1: I wouldn't be doing it if it couldn't, brother, I'd be, you know, I'm a writer, I'm a, I'd am be at home just um, doing the good life, but of course it can be sorted, and we are sorting it. If we open three more houses in Tottenham, that's 600. Do the figures, and then we blueprint them out throughout the country. That's how you take care of it, because you've got to start, the younger you start, I'd even like to go younger. That's why, yeah. I've, that's why I've written 33 kids' books, is if you can teach wow. them Hollywood to read by the time they're eight years old, 60% chance that they'll go into jail if they can't read at eight years old. That's an, that's an interesting figure. You know that's why I got involved in books at homes and created by the Kiwi* and all the kids series that I created. Because
0: okay, that was you. Yeah, yeah right.
1: that's 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 me. I'm about to celebrate having a million words in print with my next book that's coming out in about seven weeks. Called *Paperboy Writer*. By the way, you'll love that one.
0: Yeah, yeah it's okay. close to the Beatles *Paperback Writer*.
1: It, it is, and I was George Harrison's butler after I finished with *Hello Sailor*. There's another one for you.
0: Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, so the, the How was guy that?
0: Guy. He, he was a modest. Was he a modest guy?
1: Oh, he was a good bastard. I met him on Hamilton Island when I started a little, a little magazine for staff. And George, the son, was going to the Hari Krishna School, so he was living on Hamilton Island, and I got to kick back with him. I think it was because I rolled really good joints back then. That's what he said. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah so yeah, and I've, I've had, a, I've had an interesting life working for rich and famous people around the world, and you kind of work it out after a while that um. Yeah, knowledge is the knowledge is the only way. Eh? But you've got to put that knowledge in a language that your target market can understand. So I wrote kids' books for kids that couldn't read. I didn't write kids' books for being a published author. And it's the same yeah. with the homeless. Deal with it in a language that the people you're trying to change can understand, not a bureaucratic or a clinical language. Let not un- get it. And I think that's where we've got the breakthrough. We're putting, you know, this homelessness thing, this. The whole advocacy thing in a language that the kids get. And um, yeah, if you, if, if you get a chance to see TV One News last night, there there it was. And everyone just couldn't believe it was so simple. And they're ringing me today. Why hasn't it been done? I said, well, I don't know. We've just been doing it by ourselves. We never used to get it funded. I never had a salary for three years <laughs> when I started you have
0: to You have to be committed.
1: Yeah, bro. Well, what else is there to do when you've done all the other gigs, eh? Well,
0: yeah, especially if you've been sort of spotting around with rock bands and, and rolling joints for George Harrison, for sure, among other things. Among
1: other things.
0: Okay, so here, here's let's get into the money side of it. They spent $500 million on rat tests. Yeah. Um, they're spending $150 million on getting cars out of 1.9 kilometers of wellington streets so we we we're, we're on the way to a billion dollars how how much so the money is there that's what i'm saying the money is there it's just a question of of how it's allocated could could at a national scale your program with the tweaks and nuances for specific areas and needs and wants could that be it's fundable right it's it's achievable
1: yeah, and it's so economical because really it's the, you're putting the, the emphasis back on the community. You, you know, The solution won't be in the health and the hospitals or the police. It's in the community. When the community takes ownership of it, you empower the community. You add in what Māori have got. They've got a wonderful network. In this area here, we've got 12 marae. Across the harbour, another 12. That's 25. In this country, there's 1,065 marae. There's a wonderful network already in place. That if we put the resources there at the front line, that's when we'll get really big scale, big scale changes. They call it what? Do they call it? They want uh, circuit breakers. That's the political. Yeah. Thing. And yeah. All, everyone's telling me, "What's the circuit breaker?" Saying, I'll tell you, the circuit breaker. You just got to jumper lead them. How do you reconnect these mm-hmm. kids? Yeah. And that's what we're doing. We're jumper leading them, brother.
0: Really. What about when the family though is not too good or has issues? Because going back to that environment. Is is an issue, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you got to bring the family in. That's the big thing of what we do here. The family are part of a part of the, a part, of the uh, part of the solution, you know. And the most beautiful thing you can ever see, and I've seen a lot, is when you get to celebrate the broken being put back together again. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful, and it happens when the family realize they have actually got some self worth. It's an incredible thing to. To experience mate, that's the ultimate high. So yeah. you bring the family in. And they won't go to a you know a, a white bling and winds or the the tamariki office up the other town. But they come here, we've got music, we've got beautiful, beautiful murals done by all our street artists. Uh, my wife's a weaver, my daughter teaches kapahaka. That uh, right now next door, my other daughter's doing CrossFit and someone's teaching yoga. You know, these uh-huh. kids are buying into it, brother. Of course they will. No one's ever yeah. reached out and showed them something they can do. Everyone's told them what they can't do.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think you make a very good point about fear. Yeah,
1: yeah. Too because much fear. Too much fear's anxiety. been really
0: amped up too in the last oh, two or three yeah. years that fear's yeah. been weapon. It's it's been used as a weapon. It has. It's, it sure
1: has. What about using resilience and building our immune systems and stop relying on fear to poke needles and your fear to do this or fear to do that? We just need to. Yeah, weaponize it. knowledge, brother. And that's how, yeah. that's I'll tell you, you can't see me, but if you had a $50 note in your hand, I've got one here. And on it, there's a, there's a face of a guy called Saepi Rananata. Yeah. Okay. Back in the day, we used to call it an happy when we are going by a pound of weed down the coast. And it was <laughs> three appies, eh? 150. <laughs> yeah. But this guy here, uh, he said that the tie of knowledge is what will win the battles for Māori in the future. <clears throat> and he's right. It's knowledge that will win all the battles, not the touch of violence, not guns, not fear. It's knowledge is how we transport the knowledge and what the way we use it to the people you're trying to reach. That's hey? why rock and roll works, brother.
0: Yeah, yeah, it yeah. kind of does. Yeah. It
1: does.
0: Well, it's been really cool talking with you. You've actually given me a sense of optimism listening to be, you.
1: It has to be hope, brother, because hope is a powerful commodity in challenging times, and we are in challenging times. Yeah, Come I agree. Come down and see
0: us. No, I'd love to. I'd love to. These
1: fellows who are in charge, you're going to get out on the front line and be with the man, Maori that looked after George Harrison. We'll
0: show you, <laughs> some stuff here. you roll me a few joints. <laughs> you'll,
1: you'll show you some stuff here, brother. You'll love it.
0: Yeah. Well, um, the 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 good thing is, um, I mean, as well as as hearing that enthusiasm and that hope, is that I get a sense that it's something that can be done. Yeah. It's not just pie in the sky, you know, to, yeah. easy talk, happy talk. Yeah. No, yeah. it, it can actually like, be done.
1: Yeah. Remember the song, by Hoax, not Rupert. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Everyone yeah. wants the homeless problem or the, the ram-raiding problem to go away, but they don't want to be involved. Just get involved. Be part of the movie. Don't sit on the couch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Wilson um, from... Te Tuinga Whanau Support Services Trust, Executive Director there. Thank you so much for having a chat with us. It was great. Kia Nice to talk to you, brother. And we may come and visit, for sure.
1: Um, I'll host you. Looking forward to it. RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio.